Hello and welcome back. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell. And this is our mini-sode of the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. Um, Amy, and this again, all credit goes to you. This show was your idea. Thank you so much. Yep, again, this is Amy's little venting session, apparently. <laughs> I don't think it's any secret now where my ideas come from. So <laughs> credit where credit is due. So I actually, in all honesty, I do appreciate that, uh, that when authors write us, they, they ask valid questions, things that really, that are still of a concern or top of mind for the current, you know, uh, generation of authors and things like that, like things that they're concerned about, because that really does fuel a lot of our topics. So thank you to those of you who write in and, and do have questions for us. So press kits, let's talk about press kits. Do you need a press kit? Do people still use press kits? I think this is a very misunderstood marketing element, honestly. And, um, you know, especially because book marketing is, it's, it's its own animal. You know, it's not, you can't take every marketing you know, strategy, element theory, and just assume it applies to books and book buyer psychology as well. You really, it doesn't work that way. But we do get a lot of authors that write us and they say, well, what about my press kit? Can you just do a press kit? Does this include a press kit? And it's like, oh my gosh, we need to do a mini-sode on the press kit. So Penny... <laughs> Do you want to take it from here? Do you have thoughts on press kits? Oh my gosh. I have such strong feelings about press kits. I'm sitting here like, I'm sitting here like I should just mute myself because I'm going to start talking over Amy because I have such, I have many, many strong feelings about press kits. First off, uh, this is our 20th year in business. Um, 20 years actually officially in September. When I was first in business, I used to do press kits and I cannot tell you how many trees I killed printing out these press kits and mailing them with books with these nice folders and et cetera. And they're all lovely, but they're kind of passe. So when somebody says, you know, are you going to create a press kit for me? I mean, I feel like I should just put on a pair of bell-bottom pants and go listen to disco and Amy hates disco, just FYI. But <laughs> nasty messages. <laughs> Why do you hate disco? Um, but here's the thing. So press kits are really, really misunderstood. Press kits and press releases. Can we just say that in the same breath? They're really, really misunderstood. Um, what press kits have a place, but currently we don't really, I mean, I think the last time that I actually mailed a press kit out was Oh, 15 years ago, maybe 10 years ago for, you know, a lot of authors have electronic press kits on their website, which I think is completely reasonable. So a 300 DPI dots print picture of your cover of, you know, the author photo um, about the book, you know, those are the kinds of things that you can absolutely create a press room for on your website. Um, I think it's helpful when in, when somebody is considering interviewing you if you if they can just grab your bio you want to make it as easy as you possibly can but in terms of printed press kits um yeah not so much I mean we really just don't we we really just don't use them I mean everything is just so electronic these days um it's also you know let's face it when I was mailing out press kits with books and it's expensive for the author it's an expense frankly that you don't really need the other thing that I want to address is that 
press releases. Now, and and I'm I'm going to get so much hate mail from this. Writing a book is not newsworthy. I'm sorry. I, there are 4,500 books published every day in this country. Um, writing a press release that you wrote a book is not something that I would ever do a press release for. Now, if you got a big award, if something like if you got some you know major endorsement, if you hit you know ten thousand book sales in a month or you know something big like that, I would consider doing a press release for. But I would you know I really pick and choose what um, I consider. I mean, never really assume what the media is going to be interested in. I mean because. It has to be story worthy. And anymore, I mean, what used to be a 15 minute news cycle, um, you know, is it, it, it just I mean, it's it's insane how fast the news turns and how quickly that we move on from stories. I think that press releases, much like press kits, are really misunderstood. I would consider, as opposed to doing a press, you know, spending all that time doing a press release because they do take a lot of effort and there's a particular format and then you have to pay to send the press release out, blah, blah, blah. I would consider creating, you know, a really, really good and timely pitch. I mean, that's always, that's always my preference. If you are trying to anchor your topic, your book to something that's going on, maybe, you know, heaven forbid there's a plane crash or something and you're an aviation expert and do you want to speak to that? That's a good opportunity to get a pitch out there as opposed to a press release, which frankly, I've talked to many people in the media. They very rarely read them, actually. I know that's that's the thing, too, that really grinds my gears, so to speak, is when authors come to us asking for these things, I get a little worked up because part of me always thinks that somebody's already tried to sell them on this. And that really pisses me off. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And, and in fact, there was a, there's a company that shall remain nameless that was sending press release. It was actually a publisher that was sending press releases and you would pay like, I don't know, $1,200 for, um, and this isn't, I'm not talking about any of the, the main big companies like peer newswire and all of those. Cause those are, valid resources for authors, but um, this was a publisher that was um, a- as a service was offering this. And I remember a romance author, I happened to be pitching a hobbyist magazine and the uh, one of the writers there told me that they just got a press release for a romance novel. Like it was, so it was, it was one of those things that was just haphazardly sent out and that the author paid $1,200, I think $1,200 was the number. So, you know, you just really want to be careful where you're, where right. you're investing your time and your money. Right. Because those prices get jacked up because people like to sell you on big numbers, you know, yes. so, oh, we'll do a press kit. We'll send out a press release. We'll send it to 30,000 media contacts. It'll cost you this much. And authors trust that whoever's selling them on that has their best interest in mind, but I can pretty much assure you they do not. Yeah. They're, like Penny said, coming up with a good pitch and finding the exact right people to get in front of is a lot more strategic and lucrative than just blasting it out of one of those t-shirt cannon style things, you know, and then just crossing your fingers, which is essentially what in this day and age, a press release and just, you know, again, sending out your press kit on mass is the equivalent of. 
Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And I think that a couple of things that I want to, I want to just anchor to that Amy said is it's really about, you know, press releases and press kits feel, I, I understand that they're, they feel sort of necessary. And I think that sending out a press release far and wide feels like you're doing something right? Then you're doing something productive for your book, but you're so much better off being strategic and spending, investing your time doing smaller things that have a bigger impact. Because while it may seem less um, aggressive, let's say, to pitch 25 bloggers with your story, you're still going to be yards ahead of the author who just sent their press release out to, you know, 2000 people in the media, because I'm betting that none of them even paid attention to it and it cost them money and they wrote the press release. I had to have somebody write it for them. So, you know, I always like to be, and Amy is part of the reason why we had such longevity working together is that we both feel very strongly about being more strategic and less is really more in many cases. Yes, absolutely. So we want to thank you so much for tuning in to this mini. So I hope we don't, I hope we don't get too preachy. Sometimes I feel like I'm super preachy, but we, we always welcome passionate, you know, passion preachy. That's a fine line, Amy, but um, we always welcome your feedback again, please post a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Penny Sansbury and Amy Cornell. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.